iHeart has launched a podcasting network for NFTs. More on that later. And now, a look at this week in podcasting news. It's the Jag Show Podcast. First, let's get to this week's podcasting headlines. There are links to all these articles in today's show notes. If you want to know which advertisers are investing in the top 5,000 podcasts, the website Podchaser has a new tool to track that. There's a new service to rate podcasts for kids. It's from Common Sense Media, and it'll let you rate shows for audiences 17 and under. Old school journalists will remember the inverted pyramid approach to telling a story, where the deeper you go, the less important the information. Now, this was great in the days of newspaper editors needing to make cuts. Okay, so a newspaper, if you don't know, was this thing you held up at the kitchen table. Never mind. Well, NPR has come out with a storytelling guide that's relevant to podcasts. They suggest more of a trapezoid shape. No hard stop. Just keep bringing in more info to keep your audience engaged and listening throughout your show. Previously, I've told you about my experience on Anchor, the JAG throwback show. I'm still putting out episodes as I have time there. It's available only on Anchor and Spotify. Again, cheap plug, the JAG throwback show. While I'm not a huge fan of Anchor, its interface is available now in an industry-leading 35 languages, which is going to help podcast discovery around the world. Code Switch, the popular podcast from NPR about race and identity, is getting a $600,000 grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Not sure if the hosts get a free tote bag with that. Apple Podcast Connect is now showing you more data about your podcast listeners. I took a quick spin through it, and I'm not super impressed. I think you're better off to focus on the analytics you get from your podcast host, whether that's Simplecast, Blueberry, Buzzsprout, Libsyn, whomever you use. That'll give you analytics across all platforms, not Apple. However, if you want to play around with the Apple interface, the podcast host has a guide to new features there. I'll link to that in the show notes. According to the Los Angeles Times, Facebook is losing interest in podcasting. Now, you may remember several months ago, they allowed you to add your podcast's RSS feed to your Facebook business pages. Not personal pages or groups, but your Facebook business page. By the way, if you haven't done that, do it. It'll auto-post every time you release a new episode. Also, this Facebook feature was only available on mobile, not on desktop. But even with those limitations, Facebook still grabbed half a percentage point of all podcast listening, which is huge, in a short period of time. Remember, while Facebook is fading with the younger crowd, it's still the number one overall social media platform, and it's got the potential to bring more of the older demographics into podcasting. I really hope Facebook is only temporarily pulling back here and is going to revisit the space soon. Okay, now on to iHeart and its building of this NFT network for podcasts. If you want a deeper dive here, the great Tom Webster of Edison Research covered this in Friday morning's column. There's a link in today's show notes. Now, I don't understand much about NFTs, and you don't have to either in order to get my take on this. For those who understand NFTs, there's a short-term gold mine while they're hot. But my personal opinion is the concept is just too complicated for folks to understand for it to be a long-term play. NFT stands for Non-Fungible Token. So iHeart's network is actually going to be called, and I'm not making this up, the Non-Fun Squad. Jokes there are endless. I'll let you fill in your own punchline there. But this really cements the fact that iHeart is focused on digital and the future. They are not focused on the radio stations that built the company. As I mentioned in a previous episode, the wonderful Beata Murphy, program director of KISS FM in Los Angeles, told our WJPZ alumni banquet in Syracuse that she believes the company will need to sell off radio stations in smaller markets. Now, as a former radio guy, I think this is the only way for music radio to survive. 
to be locally owned and programmed to connect with their communities. Because as of right now, there isn't a heck of a lot of appeal in radio outside spoken word, meaning news talk and sports, and morning drive. The personality just isn't there. In fact, I'll leave you with an example of this. My wife and I just took a long weekend trip to Las Vegas. Monday night, we were in a cab on the way to the airport there. The cab driver had on KLUC, the once legendary pop station in Sin City. What did we hear straight up at 9 p.m.? A legal ID introducing the most popular songs on TikTok. No voice track, no identification of those songs, just a flat-out admission of, hey, you don't come to us for new music anymore, so here's some stuff from TikTok. Unless I missed a break, which is possible, I heard no DJ, not even the syndicated one they have listed, through 9.15 when they ran a pre-recorded liner to text in to win tickets. To be transparent, and so I'm not only picking on iHeart here, KLUC is owned by Odyssey, the second biggest radio owner in the U.S. Their stations used to be CBS and Intercom before a buyout and a rebrand, respectively. And Vegas isn't even a small market. It's in the top 30. Do you mean to tell me that nights in Las Vegas aren't worthy of a live DJ interacting, not only with tourists, but with the thousands of service industry workers that start and end their shifts at all hours of the night? iHeart Odyssey and the other big players, being more focused on digital, need to hand the keys of their radio stations over to people who can properly run them as part of the communities they serve. It's actually been a bit of a circular firing squad. Why are the radio companies investing so heavily in podcasting? Well, that's where all the content went and the personality after it was kicked out of music radio. Again, I'm very passionate about this, but my focus now is on podcasting. If you know one person who will enjoy the content of today's show, I ask you, please send it along to them by text, email, or social media. And if you have any questions at all about podcasting, you can find me on my website, jagindetroit.com, or on social under the same name, Jag in Detroit. Until next time, stay healthy and stay safe. Later. Thanks for listening to the Jag Show podcast. For help with your podcast, find Jag on the web at jagindetroit.com.